This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Calls for Jussie Smollett to finally come clean. It is time to cut the act. What I would like to see is complete contrition. Then Josh Duggar after the guilty verdict. Removing his shoes as he heads off to prison. Exclusive, what she says he did to her. I thought I was going to die that night. And Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, master of ceremonies. Thank you for all coming out tonight. And the new confrontation. Go away. My husband is suffering from PTSD right now. Plus, the woman they're calling cell phone Karen. Wrongly accusing a shopper of stealing her phone. Wait until you see where it turned up. Is it in your purse, ma'am? And holiday decoration dangers. You're at risk for a fall or to tip the ladder. It's happening outdoors and indoors. Plus, Raccoon 911. I put my hands over my face like this and he grabbed on. And the 75th anniversary of It's a Wonderful Life. Secrets of the beloved Christmas movie. Hey, Merry Christmas! Yay! Merry Christmas! Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Justice Smollett will have to wait until late January to learn his fate now that he's been convicted of lying about being the victim of a racially motivated attack. His attorney says he will appeal that verdict. But even as the legal process is playing out, the former Empire star is facing new pressure from those who say he should fess up about what really happened that night in Chicago. Here's Stephen Fabian. In the wake of his conviction, there are calls today for Jussie Smollett to come clean. Everyone is saying that you lied on the stand. Did you lie on the stand? The jury found the 39-year-old actor orchestrated a fake attack to make himself appear to be the victim of a hate crime. Attorney Gloria Rodriguez represents the two brothers he paid to stage the assault. To Mr. Smollett, people will forgive you. It is time to cut the act. Just come clean. The call was echoed by Sonny Hostin on The View. What I would like to see when, when, when he arrives before the sentencing judge um, is uh, complete contrition and um, penance and for him to say, I lied. I asked Smollett's defense attorney, Nene Uche, is Jussie Smollett finally going to come clean here? <laughs> There's nothing to come clean when you're not guilty of anything. Many verdicts have been overturned on appeal. Let's exhaust all of that first before we start counting our eggs in the basket. Does he stand by his story that this actually happened to him? Yes, he does. I mean, he, he does. This happened to him. Special Prosecutor Dan Webb denounced Smollett's testimony in which he insisted it was not a hoax. For Mr. Smollett to get up in front of them and lie for hours and hours and hours, that really compounded 
his misconduct. Defendants do not have the right to go in front of a jury and lie under oath. Now he is under fire from friends like CNN's Don Lemon. What he did might undermine future victims, legitimate victims of hate crimes. Even the White House is weighing in. The president tweeted what happened to Jesse Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We're with you, Jesse. The vice president called it an attempted modern-day lynching. Um, since the guilty verdict, are there any lessons learned here on uh, rushing to judgment when a crime is alleged? There are lessons learned perhaps for everybody who commented uh, at the time, including former President Trump. He's also being put to the sword on social media. Just tell the truth. Stop the charade. Smollett has not had a significant acting gig since he was fired from the cast of Empire when his plot unraveled. The stigma of this case is going to follow him around. Podcast host Mara Schiavo-Campo says there may be a way back, but only if he tells the truth. Owning up to it gives him an opportunity to explain, to seek grace, and to seek some forgiveness from the public. Smollett faces as much as three years in prison, though most legal experts say jail time is highly unlikely. That is an awfully cheerful smile for a man who's looking at as much as 20 years in prison. Josh Duggar posed for a new mugshot shortly after he was convicted on two counts of federal child pornography charges. And while that case had nothing to do with this lady, she tells Inside Edition that she sees it as a vindication for abuse she says she suffered from Duggar years ago. Jim Murray reports. A handcuffed Josh Duggar is let off to jail. He can be seen in this surveillance video removing his shoes and socks. It's a jarring welcome to his new life behind bars. What's your reaction, Anna? His wife, Anna, was silent as she left the courthouse. They have seven children. How's Josh? Now this woman says the conviction is vindication for her. What is your reaction to Josh Duggar's conviction? Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. I was so relieved, not just for me, but for everybody else that that man has hurt. Ashley Johnston says she met Duggar, who found fame as the eldest son of the squeaky clean Duggar family, in a strip club in Philadelphia in 2015, where she was a dancer. I have been called a liar, um, out for money, um, that I was just trying to ruin this man's life. She says she and Duggar had an intimate encounter in her hotel room. It was terrifying. I've never experienced such aggression and anger towards a woman. I thought I was going to die that night. The now married mom of four sued Duggar for battery. He denied the claims and said he had never met Johnston. The lawsuit was dismissed. Josh Duggar later admitted to a porn addiction and cheating on his wife. Ashley Johnston has this message for the now convicted felon. I think you're a very disgusting man and I feel sorry for your entire family. Today, the parents of Josh Duggar said they plan to support their daughter-in-law and her children and that their prayers are with the victims of child sexual abuse material and with their son. Ilaria Baldwin defending her husband, Alex, saying the actor is still struggling after that deadly accident on the set of his movie. In fact, she says he's suffering from PTSD. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin puts on the charm as he hosts a gala in New York. My wife and I have six kids, anything to get out of the house for 30 minutes. It was Baldwin's first public appearance since giving that tearful interview to George Stephanopoulos. Thursday night, Baldwin was front and center at a human rights event honoring the late Senator Robert F. Kennedy. Mr. Baldwin. But Baldwin's famous temper flared when a reporter spotted him and wife Ilaria visiting the Manhattan townhouse where his friend Woody Allen lives. 
please go away. Have a photograph under somebody's private uh, home. This is not. This is not anyone's private home. Are you? Private home. This is not an. This is public property. Go away. In an Instagram post, Ilaria goes after the reporter. There's a difference between covering a news story and creating a news story. And she also makes an intriguing claim about her husband. My husband is suffering from PTSD right now. It's something that not just from what happened recently, but he's been suffering from this for a very, very, very long time. He was a black man accused of taking a woman's phone. He hadn't, but he kept his cool and tried to defuse the situation. The phone was in the lady's purse all along. Now that man and his wife are talking with Les Trent about the disheartening situation. This woman is being called the latest Karen after falsely accusing a black man of stealing her phone out of her purse. I just stuck it right here. You walk right behind me. How about you I didn't take it. The confrontation happened at a gift store in Palm Desert, California. T and her husband, Kinley, noticed the woman looking at them suspiciously. She just turned the corner and walked right up to him, and I was like, I need to pull out my camera right now because I know this is about to get stupid really fast. I really need my phone back. I knew I didn't have it. No, he just emptied out everything in his pocket. And at one point, Kinley, you actually emptied your pockets to show you didn't have the phone. I'm not, I'm not sure I would have done that. I didn't want the situation to go any further than it would already had because if I would have not empty my pockets or if I had just walked off and just ignored her, she probably would have called the cops. The store clerk tried to keep things calm. Then he offered to dial the woman's phone number. But the so-called Karen suggests he had silenced the phone. Well, he could have turned off the ring with the ringer. Watch what happens next. Is that in your purse, ma'am? Oh, it is. I'm oh. so sorry. <laughs> really? I am sorry. All right, I cool. Sorry. I apologize. The woman quickly apologized. And while these situations are serious, last night, Jimmy Kimmel made fun of so-called Karens with a chorus of Karens. Stop filming me, stop filming me, I don't want to go viral. Stop filming me, stop filming me, as I start to spiral. The woman who posted the TikTok says her husband grew up and spent 28 years in the South. She said he hadn't been in California a month before this incident happened. Sounds like the folks at Peloton are not real happy with Sex in the City's sequel. And if you don't know why, then you haven't seen the premiere episode of Just Like That. So turn the sound down for a minute because we don't want to spoil it for you. Okay, you've been warned. A huge shock to fans of Sex in the City. Mr. Big, the husband of Sarah Jessica Parker's character, Carrie, dies of a heart attack in the very first episode of the series reboot. He's doing a vigorous workout on a Peloton bike. Then Mr. Big, played by actor Chris Noth, heads to the shower where he suffers a fatal heart attack. The scene was such a shock, the company's stock took a nosedive Thursday, dropping 11%. That shows that it was perhaps an emotional response from traders, but there's also some concern in the market that how did Peloton let this happen? Today, Peloton is doing its best to spin the death in a positive way. 
The fact that he was on the exercise bike just beforehand has little to do with his death. Mr. Big lived what many would call an extravagant lifestyle, including cocktails, cigars, and big steaks. Full disclosure, I have a Peloton bike and a tread, and I got on it this morning and I saw the episode last night, so I don't think it's going to impact any user demand at all. Peloton stock has plummeted 73% this year. It is still said to have a market cap of $13 billion. If a sturdy ladder is not on your Christmas wish list, maybe it should be, especially if you're one of those who goes all out when it comes to holiday decorations. As Les Trent reports, experts say a ladder is one of the things that can keep you from becoming an accident statistic. It happens every holiday season. Homeowners getting seriously injured or even killed while decorating their houses. Mark Valentine was rushed to the hospital after falling off an 18-foot ladder while hanging a wreath above his garage. So you can actually see right here where I cracked my skull. He says he's lucky to be alive. I broke 10 ribs, my lung collapsed, and the ladder also fell on top of me. Accidents like this don't have to keep happening, say the experts at Christmas Decor of New Jersey. We've seen all these videos online of people getting on ladders and the ladders falling over. What advice do you have to them? First of all, get a great ladder. <laughs> Before climbing up, make sure the ladder is sturdy and on stable ground. Always have a spotter. You can see that the ladder doesn't shift as much. And never climb on the roof or reach too far while standing on a ladder. This is where it's going to get hazardous, is if you were reaching out here to go another foot this way or another foot the other way, thinking that you need to get just one more bulb. That's where you're at risk for a fall or to tip the ladder. But decoration dangers are not just lurking outside your home. Fire is a major concern. Holiday decorations are responsible for more than 790 fires a year. Nassau County, Long Island Fire Safety Chief John Murray says many of those fires are caused by overloaded extension cords and Christmas tree lights that have been improperly stored. How many people wrap these up like this and then they store them in the house for a year? Well, that's how the cracks happen and that's how the shorts come about. Just watch what happens during this demonstration when a simple spark ignites a fire. Later in the broadcast, we'll show you another holiday decorating danger, admittedly a rare one. Next, the 75th anniversary of It's a Wonderful Life. Secrets of the beloved Christmas movie. Plus, Raccoon 911. I put my hands over my face like this, and he grabbed on. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. 
So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. It's the 75th anniversary of the iconic Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. And did you know it's based on a true story? Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. The endearing holiday film, It's a Wonderful Life, is celebrating its 75th anniversary. (laughs) To my big brother, George, the richest man in town. The movie is timeless. Carolyn Grimes played Zuzu. The 81-year-old still recalls Jimmy Stewart's fatherly affection. He was so gentle, and I really enjoyed it. A festival is underway in Seneca Falls, New York. Yay! Merry Christmas, Seneca Falls! The town is believed to have inspired the movie's Bedford Falls. We love the movie. We watch it every year. Fans reminisced about the cherished scenes. My favorite scene is when George Bailey is standing on the bridge and praying, saying, I want to live again. I want to live again. I want to live again. The iconic scene was inspired by real-life drama. In 1917, an Italian immigrant died while saving a suicidal woman who jumped from the bridge. Town historian Francis Caracillo says director Frank Capra happened to stop in Seneca Falls for a haircut and asked his barber about the bridge. That inspired Frank Capra to add the scene where George jumps in to save Clarence. If Frank Capra had not stopped in Seneca Falls to get his hair cut, that scene most likely would not have been in its wonderful life. So how did Zuzu get her name anyway? Back in the 1940s, Zuzu's ginger snaps were a tasty treat. Mom was named after a cookie. The car really did crash. It broke the axle and it damaged this whole side of the car. It's been restored. The film won a special technical award for creating new artificial movie snow. You'd never guess that it was soap. Zuzu and her surviving cast members agree. It's a Wonderful Life's message still resonates today. The movie touches our lives. And if you think about it, each one of us have gone through much tragedy and much hurt, pain, just like George. But we identify with him, and no matter how bad it gets, there's always hope. There's always hope. What a wonderful story. When we come back, not so wonderful, attacked by a raccoon. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure. 
how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Earlier in the program, we showed you some things to be mindful of as you put up your holiday decorations. Well, add this to the list. Unfriendly raccoons. This thing was not going to leave me alone. 70-year-old Donna Sanginario is recalling the terrifying moment a raccoon like this attacked her while she was putting up Christmas lights at her home. I'm screaming wicked loud. He's screeching and we're like having a crocodile bundy attack. Look at the blood and the hole in the sweatshirt she was wearing. Raccoons can be vicious. Just look at these incidents. They seem to like all things Christmas. Watch as this one leaps out of a Christmas tree and scuffles with the family dog. I'm screaming to the neighbors, somebody help me, please, I'm going to die. Finally, the raccoon let go. Donna, who lives in Massachusetts, called 911. Even the operator found it hard to believe. I got attacked by a raccoon. You were attacked by a raccoon? Yeah, it scared the hell out of me. She shared these photos of the bites and injuries she suffered from the tussle and said she feels lucky to be alive. My heart was racing so fast. I, I literally thought I was having a heart attack. You can see why. Scary stuff. Donna's now undergoing a series of rabies shots. The raccoon has not been found. When we come back, putting a smile on one of the season's hardest workers. And finally today, a small gesture that made one driver very happy. This UPS driver is very grateful some snacks have been left out for him. Delivery drivers, help yourselves. <laughs> In return, thank you much, thank you much, thank you much. He delivers a show. Each of in a parade. Thank you. <laughs> That was great. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.